Hey, what's up, you guys? You're listening to the Psychology Channel with Tegwin and Eden, and today we are going to be talking about self-care. Awesome, yes. Uh, because it's we're around the holiday season, people get people get stressed, people need extra self-care. So we would we're going to talk about what self-care is, why you should practice it, especially around the holidays, and we're also going to talk about what we do for self-care. Maybe give you guys a little bit of inspiration because we like to be relatable. We want to be influencers. <laughs> For all seven of you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What is self-care? <laughs> so according to the World Health Organization, the definition of self-care is what people do for themselves to establish and maintain health and to prevent and deal with illness. It's a broad concept encompassing hygiene, both general and personal, nutrition, type and quality of food eaten, lifestyle, sporting activities, leisure, etc., environmental factors like living conditions and social habits, and socioeconomic factors like income and cultural beliefs, etc., as well as self-medication. And we found that definition on the website of the International Self-Care Foundation, also known as the ISF. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, ISF. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, too, that I don't know. I feel like more people are talking about self-care than they used to. I agree. Which is good. I mean, the internet is like catching on, which is equal parts good and annoying. Yes, I, I agree. Think. <laughs> I think because there's also a lot of like misinformation spread. Yes. So that's yes. like why we're trying to source our or cite uh -huh. our sources because yeah. we want to give you guys correct information. Yeah. I think also that, especially like when we read that definition, the the like healthy eating thing and like your socioeconomic conditions and your environmental factors are sometimes things that you can't completely control. So I think that self-care and like just mindfulness in general go really hand in hand. Like when it comes to self-care, I think a lot of times like you get a lot of um, upper class <laughs> white people being like oh like you know eat like this eat like that and then same with the like it's easy from a privileged standpoint to talk about like you know regulating your environmental factors and your socioeconomic status and like sometimes you don't have control of those types yeah. of things so it's more when it comes to those things like about mindfulness and just just being aware of like yourself <laughs> and your body and your mental state no i feel that I, also it's interesting because i feel like most people don't really include those categories in self-care we kind of just see self-care as like oh take a bubble bath and that's kind of it yeah no that is another that's like an, an important thing to bring up to people talk about self-care in that way like oh yeah take a bubble bath do a face mask you know whatever but it's also not easy sometimes to do the things that you need to do for self-care especially you know, we'll if you're suffering from like mental illness like if you're if you're having a, like a depressive episode when you're literally like have no motivation to do anything like Self-care can be the smallest thing. Like, if you just simply get up out of bed and, like, go eat a bowl of cereal, that can be self-care for you. Like, it, it's definitely an individual-by-individual individual basis. Exactly. I think that's the thing that it gets so annoying, especially with the, the rise of self-care being so popular on the internet, is, like, people forget the self part of yeah. self-care and try to push 
what they do for self-care on other people, which is not what you should be doing. We're going to talk about what we do for self-care personally, but that's not to say that that's what everybody has to do for self-care. That's just saying, this is what we do. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you'll get some ideas from this or maybe not, you know? Maybe your self-care will be like taking everything we say and doing whatever the opposite of that is. (laughs) And that's totally fine too. Actually, my self-care is not taking a bubble bath. It's just sitting and crying in my empty bathtub. Thank you very much. (laughs) If it works, it works. (laughs) What what do you do for self-care, Dagwin? What do I do for self-care? Well, I think for self-care for me is, I would say I typically eat like garbage, kind of as like a it's like a it's like a comfort thing mm-hmm. i mean i'm saying my form of self-care is eating like garbage i eat like i eat moderately well in general but like sometimes you just gotta like ball out sometimes you gotta you gotta win sometimes some to gotta lose some. or should it should I, you lose I, some I, to win some idioms guys i don't know i was gonna I, I literally make up idioms all the time just on accident like i said one time i said the curious cat gets the rat like i said that fully seriously and jacob was like that is not not that is so i'm not the person to i am not going to correct your idioms that's like schrodinger's cat combined with the early bird gets the worm that's exactly the cat in the hat like that's exactly what it like i mix idioms all the time but yeah no i i feel that about the about the junk food i mean i don't like eating healthy so when i do eat healthy which i don't know if i would go so far as to say that i try to fair enough when i do you know, if I eat a salad or whatever, um, it is self-care because I'm like, I am putting nourishing good foods into my body. You know what? Okay, no, I won't put it in regards to quote unquote healthy food, but healthy eating in general, because I do tend to skip meals or just snack or just just because I straight up forget to eat. Right. I also do not like to cook. Fucking hate cooking. I am not good at it either. So I spend 30 minutes cooking to eat a mediocre meal, which is just... Not a good payoff. So I think for me, it's more of like making sure that I eat like regular and full meals because that is what my body deserves, even yeah. if that's not what my mind wants. But I understand what you mean about the junk food because it's like, yeah, sometimes I just want to sit and eat an entire bag of limon flaming hot cheetos yeah sometimes like if you've had a tough day you need that that's why it's called comfort food yeah we're not dietitians i don't care what you put in your body as long as it makes you happy and healthy Uh, healthy being living yeah you do you (laughs) anyway what else do what else do you do for self-care well lately i've been trying to go on more walks and also like speaking to my family members sometimes is self-care sometimes Sometimes, can the the opposite of self-care it's really personal it's really personal it it depends on the day it depends on the week it depends on the situation like yep exactly yeah but I I went on a walk and I was talking on the phone with my brother and it was really nice like I live by a graveyard so I got to just explore the graveyard and explore my neighborhood and I've been so every day this week I've gone out on a walk except for today because I've been swamped but um no that's great good for you but it's nice because I've been listening to audiobooks. 
so I get more reading done and exploring new music and just kind of being alone with my thoughts, which is yeah sometimes the worst. But like I'm trying to like you brought up mindfulness earlier. So I'm trying to be more mindful instead of like using my anxiety against me and like ignoring my thoughts, trying to mm. push them aside, just like embracing them, seeing what comes down, seeing what yeah. what what's going on in Tegwin Town. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, that, that- Great. And I mean, like we pointed out before, like it's not it's not always easy. Like the things that you should do for yourself for self-care are not always the easiest things to do or yeah. things that you want to do, you know? Improvise, yeah. adapt, overcome. <laughs> <laughs> Bear grills, baby. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. I, I like that. I when when quarantine first started, I also was pretty rigorous about going on walks every day because I just really felt like I was not getting like any physical activity. And that's, you know, that's also something that I also like that I also don't like to do. I am not a sporty person. I am not the most physical person. I'm not very in tune with my own body. I'm working on it, but I live very much in my head. So I'm right there with you, bud. Like, yes, my thought have the ability to get rid of any bodily reaction that may be trying to tell me something. (laughs) I'm trying to get better at listening to my body and like what it's trying to tell me because I'm not very good at that. And I really felt that way when I was when like quarantine first started. I was trying to go on walks every day and I did for a really long time. And now I live in a place where it's very cold (laughs) and very rainy and might be snowing soon. So I haven't been going on walks so much but I have been doing yoga which has been nice I I see kind of the reverse of you I did yoga at the start of quarantine I also tried to go on a run twice Ugh, and I Jesus. remember I, I have exercise induced asthma so no. it's literally the worst because you know why you guys it's because we're fucking nerds yeah <laughs> Yeah, we both have exercise-induced asthma. (laughs) Honestly, like, I feel like such a phony when I'm like, oh, like, running's hard because I literally can't breathe. And people are like, okay, but that's just, like, running. And I'm like, no, no, no. My legs can carry me for as long as I need to go. But if the second I run, like, 200 meters or probably less, I'm like, (gasps) Which, I mean, I I get that. People totally do invalidate that kind of stuff just because they don't experience it and that goes for self-care in general too like people will invalidate what you need to do whatever your routines and rituals are like sometimes people will invalidate those things just because they don't experience the same thing that you do is there anything else that you do for self-care i really like uh working my brain like i love sudoku and crossword puzzles and like word searches but also just like jigsaw puzzles they're so so fun and it's like there's an end results so you get to see like what you've done which is cool to me satisfying and it's also like I can do other things while doing that so I can listen to podcasts and then I also have been I mean both of us we're big readers big book nerds nerds yeah wee woo wee woo nerd alert do you know what doesn't give me exercise induced asthma reading absolutely (laughs) like turning that page can sometimes be a little bit of a physical endeavor but (laughs) nah I'm just kidding (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I can relate to that. I need to, now that I'm done with school, I, I've also actively been like, I need to start reading more now that I have time to read. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do the same thing. I also like to do things that are not mindless, but easy to do while I listen to podcasts or audiobooks. I think that that's something that I do pretty frequently for self care because I, I, a lot of my self care routines either have to do with the fact that I'm intro, like really introverted and I need to recharge my yeah. <laughs> energy. My social battery, whatever it may be, or my mental health, like regulating my mental health issues. So yeah, so a lot of my self self care routines have to do have to do with that, like regulating my mental health and recharging my extremely extremely introverted <laughs> social battery yeah. when I need to. Yeah, I'm just so introverted. <laughs> like, it's, I cannot stress enough. Like it, even if I like like if I talk to people on the phone multiple times a week and then like hang out with my roommates, I'm like I'm. T- out. Yeah. Like I'm tapped out. Baby. Like I need to I need to do something for myself. So I will draw. That is something that I do since you mentioned it. I do I do like to draw while I am listening to stuff. I like to I like to do that. I like to just like doodle. I also do really like doing the like really typical self-care stuff. Like I like taking bubble baths. I like doing face masks. I like sometimes just like doing a full face of makeup. <laughs> like if there's ever, especially, especially in quarantine, because you know, I like to pull out the fits. Yeah. <laughs> so I really miss having occasion to dress up and put together outfits and makeup looks that I think uh, are fashionable and original and edgy and whatever. Like I miss doing that a lot. So since quarantine has started, it's something that I do sometimes because I can get, I, I've noticed I can get into a headspace where I'm feeling really like not confident about myself just because just because of that like I'm not dressing up anymore I'm not going and getting my nails done I'm not doing my hair on a regular basis so sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm just wearing like sweats and a hoodie and I'm like I look like a in potato sack and I feel really <laughs> bad about myself. So I will do like the typical self-care stuff, like take a bath and put on makeup and put on an outfit and whatever, just like take a picture yeah. <laughs> just because that's all that you can do right now. Um, For sure. And then yoga, like I said, and meditating as well. Meditating? Which is it can slap. interesting. It can slap. And it's also kind of hard too. It is very challenging. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really challenging. Not only because it's hard to focus, but sometimes it really does bring up stuff that you don't do not expect yeah yeah or don't necessarily want so and then yeah like I already said I've been trying to pay more attention to my body as well and not just like ignore it which is all not very easy stuff for me to do yeah and like you mentioned before too like sometimes you have really really bad days I know sometimes I have really bad days where literally just like getting out of bed is a challenge a, a a challenge yeah. and it's like a feat if I do get out of bed or just um just not some like you don't have to do the most I guess for self-care because yeah. there's some days when you can't there's some days when literally just getting out of bed to brush your teeth it's like give yourself a high five like if you really did not want to do that and you did it good job like you <laughs> did it like you accomplished something and that's really all that matters I think and that's and yeah I think like that needs to be mentioned because it's also not even just like an individual by individual basis it's like if you have like days where you're literally like you mentioned like it's hard to get out of bed like you just got to do what you can for the day and like if the next day you're like hyped and juiced and like totally energized and you want to do like a million things 
like go do those million things. And then the next day you have a bad day again. Like that doesn't mean that you're like failing at self care. It's just like self care is like a is like a very flexible and like time by time process. That makes a lot of sense. I'm really glad you said that because a lot of times too, it's talked about where, yeah, you're either dealing with mental health issues. So people imagine that you're usually like really laid out and can't get much done. You're not very functioning. So you do very little things for self-care or you are very quote unquote mentally healthy, whatever. And neurotypical. So you're doing the typical things like exercising and whatever, whatever. But (laughs) sometimes for people like yours truly. <laughs> I I have a mental health diagnosis that states that I am very up and down, like you described. Like when you literally just described me to a T. Like one day I cannot get out of bed. The next day I am like boom, 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 boom. Let's, let's go, go like, world. Let's run all the errands. Let's record a podcast. Let's do my homework. Let's go out and just walk around and like be the main character of the fucking fucking city for like (laughs) an hour for no reason whatsoever i'll have so much energy one day and then the next day i'll be completely flat on my ass with no energy feeling really depressed again like that's just how my mind is so it's good to mention that yeah just because you do a certain routine one day doesn't and can't do it the next doesn't mean that you're failing yeah like (laughs) self-care which was something that i have had to deal with because sometimes I'll set up I think routines for myself and I'll beat myself up a lot if I don't stick to them right even though I already know that I'm not that great at sticking to routines yeah. you know? okay I don't know I think we just kind of encompassed a lot in general about why we practice self-care but also like everybody should practice self-care in some form I mean I just said that I don't like to push things on other people but I, I will push caring about yourself yeah on to other people because like everybody deserves to do self-care rituals like whatever that may be for you yeah and even if you only have like five minutes to take for yourself Mm -hmm. you gotta take what you can get and maybe build on that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's important to, you know, set up those routines or rituals or whatever it may be and have them in the back of your mind so that, like you said, even if you just have five minutes, you know in the back of your mind, okay, in this five minutes, I can, you know, just kind of sit with myself and think about uh, five good qualities that I like in myself or something like that, you know, like whatever it is that comes to your mind. Like if you have kind of set things in the back of your head that you normally do, even if you sway from that routine, routine, you you still have it in the back of your mind so that when you do have a moment, you can do that kind of stuff. And you can also communicate what you need to the people around you. I think that that's like a really important thing with self-care in general. And also like, especially around the holidays too, dealing with family and friends and all that. Also the the Um, pressure from the holiday, like I, I'm not a huge holiday person. mm -hmm. I think there's so much pressure on like being jolly well uh funny enough 63 percent of the population in 2014 agrees with you (laughs) yeah Yeah, because like there's there's just this like you have to be merry and joyful and cheerful and like grateful for all the things you have and like but it's like that's not realistic because everybody's going through things that they are going through and then when everyone else around you looks like they're feeling happy your sadness is all the much worse Amplified, yeah so yeah i agree well let's let's jump into talking about the holidays specifically then like you said there there is that pressure to to be happy to be jolly to be grateful whatever it may be but the the holiday 
holiday blues are a very real thing that people experience. Not only people with mental illness experience this. So neurotypical people experience, can experience the holiday blues as well. So I got some stats from the... National Alliance on Mental Illness, which love them. We reference them in our 13 Reasons Why episode. Shameless plug, go listen to that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got some I got some stats about like the hall. <laughs> he said <"Nah." laughs> everyone, that's our that's our dog. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I went and I got some stats about about the holiday blues just because it's something that gets talked about a lot, I think, around the holidays, especially on social media. But people don't really – or a lot of times I think that people talk about it but don't put into practice the things that they need to in order to counteract. Right. So basically all these stats come from 2014. So they are a bit dated, but they're from the National Alliance Mental Illness. They put out a survey and just some quick statistics are that 755 people who responded to the survey – reported that the holidays do contribute to them feeling sad, dissatisfied, and financially strained, which makes sense. Fair enough. 66% of people said that they have experienced loneliness around the holidays. That 63% that includes yourself said they experienced pressure around the holidays. 57% unrealistic expectations. 55% found themselves remembering happier times in the past contrasted with the present. And 50% reported being un able to be with their loved ones around the holidays, which those last two percentages really stuck out to me for the year of 2020. I'm sure that a lot more than 55% of us and 50% of us are unable to spend holidays with loved ones. I myself am unable to spend holidays with loved ones this year. And I'm sure that a lot more people are remembering, you know, happier past holidays than the one this year, just because this has been such a crazy, hectic year. Some other stuff from that that article include that the holiday blues are different from a mental illness, which I think is important to point out, but it is considered a short-term mental health problem. So it's not a long-term mental illness like anxiety or depression or bipolar or something like that, but it's a it is a short-term mental health problem that should be taken seriously because short-term mental health problems can lead to long-term mental illnesses right. like depression and anxiety. So it is important that it, it do be taken seriously, you know, don't don't brush it off if you do feel sad and glum around the holidays, because take that take that seriously, you're very valid to feel that way. And you should do things to take care of yourself if you are feeling that way. Right. And then the other thing that this article pointed out that I think is really great is that family and friends should know your symptoms and watch out for each other. I think that's really important. I know that it's hard sometimes for people to communicate with family members. But if you can communicate with your family members, if you can communicate with your friends, maybe if you can't communicate with your family members, please do. Because like I said, it, it is it is serious. And it's important if, if you're feeling if you're feeling sad, and if you're feeling down around the holidays, it's valid. And if you can't set up if you feel like you can't set up boundaries or communicate what you need with your family, then hopefully maybe there's a friend that you can reach out to and just say, hey, like I, I need some extra support, like I'm going to be going going home and it's stressful, whatever, you know? No, I, I agree though. Cause like making sure that people know how you tick, even like, you don't have to, obviously you don't have to divulge your most personal yeah. experiences, etc. But like 
just let people know like hey um I don't like the holidays don't push it on me like that's kind of been me because I don't want people to try and force their happiness on me I'm not like I'm not I'm not miserable I just (laughs) I just don't want that and don't appreciate that yeah that's very fair yeah I think I think as far as holiday blues go like especially this year everybody is going through a lot a lot of people are not able to see their families. And I'm sure that's going to lead a lot of people to being a lot more glum than usual around this time of year. But I mean, also the reverse too. Like if if you don't think it's healthy for you to see your family around the holidays, then then don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you, you need to do to. it and just communicate it to, to somebody because there's somebody out there who cares. is your friend yeah. and cares and wants to make sure that you're okay, especially if the holidays are hard for you. Because they've all, the holidays have always been hard for people, whether that's because it makes you remember a lost loved one or whether your family is a little dysfunctional or whether you know you just the amplified happiness and joyfulness makes your sadness also amplified yeah. like whatever it or is all of the above or all of the above yeah wh- whatever it is it's serious and it's valid and you should get support and communicate what you need from people because even if it is like you don't want the the merry christmas texts or whatever it is like maybe you just don't like christmas or the yeah. holidays at all and you're just don't want gifts you don't want to talk to anybody like whatever that's fine just tell people that like do what you need to do agreed i would say if you're of age have a glass of champagne or something sparkly if you don't drink on new year's so because honestly i think new year's is the coolest holiday because it's pretty much the only holiday that the world celebrates it is regardless of religion or cultural background i know there are it's it's enforced by the Gregorian calendar, which is which is pretty uh, colonial, <laughs> which is really yeah. very wow. very deeply steeped in colonialism. But I get what you're you're saying though. Like the world the, celebrates the holiday. Yeah, the world. It's it's a time to think about. Ref- it's a good time for reflection on the past year and a good time for like fantasizing about the new year. I think. Yeah, and also like. Yeah. Going to also tying into self care a lot is New Year's resolutions. I'm surprised we actually didn't talk about this very much. Oh yeah, we can. But I I just I think that that's a really beautiful way to look at the New Year holiday, and I literally could not disagree with you more. But I think it's very beautiful. <laughs> I think it's very beautiful. We say hive mind, but I was like, you were saying that, and I was like, wow, that's really something that we do not have in common because I really do not like new year's as a as a holiday but i like it a little more now that you said that <laughs> <laughs> interesting i mean um do you have uh, do you have new year's resolutions i i try um i do think they get a bit silly because i know everyone like gym memberships spike in the first month of the new year because people are like i'm gonna exercise this year and i think it's like in terms of self-care it's okay if you don't achieve your new year's resolutions it's also okay we if said you don't, don't have one i mean last I, year I, the first year in i think my entire life that i've actually had any so it is okay if you don't have them because yeah. this past year i had one new year's resolution and it was go to more concerts and the world said no <laughs> Man, well, you can just push that resolution to this year. <laughs> Man, but do do you have so do you have any new ones this year? I I haven't really thought about it too much. If I'm being honest, I think I think they're not New Year's resolutions that I have. I think I've been like trying to. I've had a lot of time to like self reflect and a lot of things to self reflect about. We all have. Yeah. So 
I think I'm just trying to like be my best self for me, not for the new year. Love that. That's great. Like I said, I have never done New Year's resolutions until this year. And I have some very concrete ones that are by 2021, I would like to have better posture because right now I sit like a fucking sloth all the time. So I would like to have better posture because that seems extremely attainable. Yeah. And um, I literally had another one that I forgot. So <laughs> that's how seriously I'm taking this. <laughs> love that. Love that. No, you're right. It's good. I, I always forget about New Year's with the holidays because Christmas kind of like swallows up yeah. which, everything. Which also which, I hate. Yeah. See, I don't mind that. I like Christmas, but we've already talked about this. It's because I grew up in a very Christian household. So Christmas was like the littest holiday of the year because it's literally Jesus's birthday, even though it's not at all. But. <laughs> There's that one meme that's like when I tell my really religious mom that (laughs) Jesus was a Leo. Yeah. Wait, wasn't he an Aries? Oh, Aries. I don't remember. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, he he's a summer or spring birthday so definitely not in december but but yeah i i do really i do really enjoy enjoy christmas because because of that because growing up it was like just the most party of a holiday growing up it was pretty our, fire i'm not gonna yeah, lie but in our house in the past several years i've i've loathed it more and more well it's because also like you become an adult and you have to spend your real adult money yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i think that this year for like specific holiday self care well okay this is the first year since i've moved away from my family that i'm not traveling back home to see my family for the holidays which is difficult but so this year i'm i'm very focused on trying to kind of set up some new traditions for myself and for jacob and you know stuff like that to kind of focus on the positive side of getting to kind of start my own holiday traditions so that and um making not just that's something just for this year but for every year it, it's very much like a self-care routine i i really do enjoy like getting slash making gifts for people so that's something that i do every year and will continue to do every year that is something i do enjoy as well uh, specifically for like my family and my close friends i love giving gifts i do think that i'm pretty pretty darn good at giving gifts agreed because i, I, I like too. to <laughs> thank you i i think you are too good at giving gifts and it's it's just because I don't know we're water signs and we're fucking good listeners. I don't know what it is, but it's all that listening um, we be doing. <laughs> it, yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's it. We just we just want everybody to to be happy and take care of themselves, especially around this time of year, especially in 2020 going into 2021 because there's a lot going on right now. People are very stressed. People are very depressed. <laughs> People are just there's there's a lot happening. So so we wanted to to do something a little different. And just talk about this kind of stuff to remind everybody that you should you should do these things for yourself. Yep. And it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's totally valid if you are not feeling as jangle jangly joyful as everybody else <laughs> is right now. <laughs> that's totally that's totally okay. As somebody whose usual state is very pessimistic and not very joyful per se, I I totally get it. I am somebody that typically operates on that level year round until I get to the holidays. And then I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like really pumped and really joyful. But that's not the case for everybody. It's reverse for a lot of people. I think it's reverse for me. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, I think it is reversed for you. So yeah, 
I, I get it. We get it. Yeah. And and check check on your check on your friends and check on your family and you know check check in with people that you care about and just let them know that you care because it's hard for some people this time of year. And uh, with that, I think that's yeah. I think that's, that's it for this this episode. And that is it for a couple weeks. Ah. Dang, Bummer. The Psychology Dang. Channel isn't releasing an episode next week. What the heck, Mom? Dang it. I know, I know. I know you were all looking forward to our, our next two weeks of episodes. But for our own self-care and our own mental health, we are going to take the next two weeks off and we will be back with a new episode on the 13th? Yes, the 13th of Preacher? January. Yes, the 13th. The 13th of January. We will be back with more episodes on the 13th of January. But in the meantime, we will still be posting on our social media and all that. So if you want to keep up with us while we are on a short hiatus, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at PsychChannelPod. You can send us an email at PsychChannelPod at gmail.com and please send us your follow us oh yeah send us your dreams that you have around the holidays follow us on uh spotify whatever podcasting channel you listen to us on and rate us on itunes so we'll love you forever thanks for tuning in